Welcome back. You're listening to Eyes Up Here. I'm your host, Lindsay Palos. Every week I'm here to give you my take on current events and to share my world with some amazing guests. Speaking of amazing guests, today I have in the studio, she's a mom, she's a host, she's like one of the most famous models ever, Jessa Hinton. Thank you for having me. Of course. I've got Jessa Hinton here, stunning. And I've also got Tosh sitting right next to me for all you Tosh lovers out there. If you can hear the little pitter patter. (laughs) He's like, like pacing on the couch. He kind of, every time I bring Tosh to meet someone, I'm like, I swear he's not, he's not as insane. Like he's not clinically diagnosed or anything. (laughs) I think he's adorable. I'll, I'll let him just keep going. Fucking Tosh with his little one eye. I love little Tosh. Jessa, I'm so happy you're here. This is really fucking cool. Oh, yeah, we're in a cute little studio. But um, Jess and I have modeled together on occasion for the last few years. We've seen each other here and there. Yep. But I knew you from Playboy days. Back in the day. Back in the day, because <laughs> I was a humongous fan of like Girls Next Door. Mm-hmm. And you couldn't know, like, you couldn't really be a Playboy fan and not know who you were. I, well, I didn't know that, but that's. <laughs> great news no i swear to god because and i think every playboy fan out there will 100 percent agree because your image is on every piece of material it's like the most memorable playboy shots like i just remember like you i don't i don't know why you weren't playing one of the year i don't even remember who was but i remembered you um i think that another thing too being a mom also you kind of have to have your priorities straight. So with mm-hmm. me traveling as much as i was and i was hosting for boxing and then for poker so i think that I was just spread too thin with everything. But I definitely, Playboy was a great experience. Um, I think nowadays, since especially my hair is red, I don't get as much people that are like, oh, yeah, I remember you. It's Mm -hmm. like, no, 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 I'm known for now being the token redhead. Oh, my God. I mean, I love the red hair. Thanks. Wait, were you a mom when you posed for Playboy? No way. I was, yeah. I didn't even know that. He was only a few years old. Mm -hmm. Oh, my God. And you, like, killed it. I was not only a mom, I was divorced and also I think I was 27. So it was like, that's like old lady days back. What? Like, yeah, like I, to be I a playmate. I just turned 27, by the way, like three days ago. It's like young, but weekend. to be a playmate, people would yeah. be like, uh, that's no, I think like 19 is a good age. But for me, when they offered it to me, I'm like, holy shit. Like, are you guys sure? <laughs> and I mean, sure? of course they were sure. She Like, if you ever look like you're the most stunning playmate ever. I mean, one of the most famous ones, and I'm telling you, I knew you before Instagram or moving here or anything. Like, I just knew who you are. You weren't one of the most famous ones. Like, you, I remember, like, Jessica Bersiaga. Love her. Was really popular. Mm-hmm. And Sarah some, Underwood. Yeah, Sarah Underwood, of course. Mm-hmm. Amazing. But you were some of the most memorable girls, like, of a lifetime. I worked a lot for Playboy, and that was exciting because, I mean, I got to travel all over the world and <gasps> represent um, the brand. So that part was great, but... Towards the end, I mean, Playboy started to take a different route. And um, I think a lot of the girls that were successful as Playmates started to venture out and do other things. So it's kind of like a a credit on your resume. But some Mm -hmm. people, (laughs) I would go places, I would see Playmates that were from the 50s or 60s. And they'd be like, ah, and they still wear their necklace. And I'm like, oh, God, I don't want to be that lady. (laughs) Or I'm like, that's my one thing that's like, oh, I was a Playmate 1958. And I'm like, well, what have you been doing? Well, I was a playmate 1958. It's like, no, that's not going to be me. Wow. Yeah, you've definitely made a career of yourself for this whole time, which is incredible. A lot of people, I always tell them too, like people see Instagram models and they think, you know, they're all like 22 or like 19. And there's like a fuck ton that are, but I'm telling you, your favorite ones are like middle, middle, later 30s. Like our friend Tina just turned 37 Mm -hmm. and she looks 
I mean, Bomb. what you would think would yeah. be like 21 or something, but people's perception of age and beauty is completely fucked up. No, 100%. And I think that what bothers me too is the girls that lie about their age because yes. it gives girls that are older nobody to really click with or, or to actually be able to um, ask advice because you're like, oh, well, they're in their early 20s. They, could, they couldn't know what I'm going through. And it's like, no, they're in their mid-30s. They're just lying and saying yes. that they're early 20s. So for me, I never lied about my age. And having my son, my son is 10. So automatically you're like, oh God, how old are you? Well, I had my son semi-young, but at the same time, I like to know that I look good for my age rather than somebody being like, oh God, you look old for 27. It's like, no, right. like I'd rather the opposite. God, that's so true. I had a girlfriend too when I moved here to LA. She was kind of like the worser kind of girl. You know, when you thought like Instagram stereotypes, mm -hmm. this person was it all. And I remember we were out at a club and the guy comes up to me. He's like, how old are your girls? And she, I was 24, I think, but she slapped me and she's like, we're both 23. And the girl was like, you know, three or four years older, which isn't that big. But I was like, whoa, I can't lie about it. Like, you know, my birthday's on Wikipedia. Like, it's out there. Well, I but think hers too. is not. It's like a year. And it, it kind of pissed me off because it's a year younger than mine. And I'm like, you can't go out here lying when you're standing next to me like that. You're I feel like, like I it's know messed you. up. <laughs> no, I think also, I mean, women in general, we've come a long way as far as I remember being when I lived in Vegas. And I would have a lot of friends that were modeling in Vegas and not like fake modeling. They were legit catalog mm -hmm. or they were flying all over the place. They were legit models. And they would have to lie because the agencies would make them. And I remember thinking, that's like a sad world that like you have to, in order to stay relevant or in order to still get booked for jobs, you had to be younger regardless. So nowadays I feel like with social media or with girls owning their independence, their sexuality and not worrying about what society thinks, it's giving us a leg up, but women are still so scared to be honest because mm -hmm. they're they're fearful of what other people are going to think. I don't give a shit. Like yeah. I, I work more now than I've ever worked in my life. I take good care of myself. Um, I don't really drink unless it's like social. I don't do drugs. So, I mean, there's things that you can do to keep yourself looking younger. Yeah. There's some 20-year-old girls who look way older than I do because they're just a fucking hot mess God. and they party all the time. <laughs> You're making me not want to drink on my birthday. <laughs> no, 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 special occasions. Because <laughs> I'm going to turn me. up. No, especially Vegas times. I save all yeah. my drinking for like when I go to Vegas. But you start to see as you hit 30, you start to see your skin acting differently. You start to see your, your weight acting differently. And I think some girls think that they're invincible. So they'll mm -hmm. just party, party, party. And then all of a sudden they're like, fuck, I need a facelift at 32, 33. Oh. You're like, oh, I don't want to be that girl. Wow. Yeah. God, that's such solid advice. And we had a job recently where we shot for this like Halloween calendar or catalog. And you literally, you're so professional. Like every pose was fire. And I was like, wow, she's really got it. It's no wonder that you're working more than ever because you're really a pro like a professional. People ask me, I shoot with um, pretty much the same photographers all the time, but they'll ask me like, oh, I have a model that's coming and, you know, she looks up to you. Can you give her some pointers? Mm -hmm. I have I have no pointers. <laughs> like, I just kind of uh, do it, but I couldn't tell you how to pose or I couldn't tell you your angles because I don't even think that I know my own. Yeah. But for some weird reason, as soon as the camera starts clicking, I'm like, well, you know, you're just going to get what you're getting, you know, what you get. And it somehow works. But... The only advice that I have for girls that want to model, age is not going to hold you back. If it's something that you want, I mean, honestly, mm -hmm. especially with social media, it's you could do pretty much anything. It's just you have to want to do it. I agree. I think that's such a beautiful thing, too. It's so relevant to me, too, because I, I just turned 27 over the weekend. And, you know, up until 26 is 26 and down have sounded really cute. 
Like they sound very young and 27, that rounds up to 30 for sure. Like that's, that's really closer to 30 than it is to 20. So I'm like, you know, do I want to, do I want to even say this is my 27th birthday? Do I want to be really vocal about it? But I really do. I want to be someone who owns it and just doesn't fear age. I sat at Earth Cafe today too. And you know, so we're in LA and there's sometimes there's relationships where a girl's with an older man, <laughs> which I mean, there's a lot of that. And I speak very like, right? I'm not a fan of that. And I, and I am sometimes coming off as a bit of a bitch, but my thing is, I don't care who you date. You can have standards, but mm-hmm. would you be with that man if he were broke? That's the one thing. There's That's some major looking, <laughs> some good looking older men. I just saw Deadpool two times. Josh Brolin is fucking beautiful. He's 50 years old. Would I date him if he wasn't Josh Brolin? Yes, I would. So when you see these girls with these 50-year-old men, 60, 70-year-old men, and you're like, "Mm, would you still be with him if they were broke? They're all going to say no. All of them are going to say no. So shit like that, that doesn't fly with me because I work way too hard to have somebody else tell me that I have the things that I have because they gave it to me. I think your standards are just different too, like what you love. Because I watched this one talk show and this or some doctor was saying that women can scientifically be more attracted to status, power, and wealth. So they they can literally mentally in their own world... I think they can be attracted to that, but I think you are much deeper. So like for you, it's like a fuck now, you know? Well, I wanted to go to a doctor or a therapist and say, how can I have less morals? Like, how can I be a normal girl? Because Uh, actually that kind of deters me. mm -hmm. I feel like um, people that have power, it's attractive, but at the same time, I know that I'm capable of being a powerful and an independent person. So I think that not even just a female, just in general, I hold myself, you know, as as with the same standards as men. Mm-hmm. So I think that the guys out here uh, particularly are that's what they throw first. I do like, hi, my name is John and I am the CEO of this. It's like, yes. I don't give a shit. Like, hi, John. Nice <laughs> to meet you. Or I have, you know, these cars. And so when you lead with that that to me is an instant turnoff because that's what you think that you offer to the female. Yeah. I can make my own money. I don't need your money. So the attraction goes back to caveman days where you're like, you know, you're the the gatherer and you're going to, you know, take care of the mm-hmm. family. I like that about myself, about being a woman, because I do have my son. He's with me all the time. But at the same time, the guy has to also be a good, compassionate, caring person to our children. Right. Um, I'm going to make as much money as I can. So he has to be okay with dating a strong woman. And I think most men aren't. I think no. that they think that they are. The second they're like, uh, wait, you have a career and you're gone and and you're, you know, taking care of kids. It's kind of like they're they're taken back and they're like, oh, shit. Like, you can be strong, but not that strong. You could be independent, but not that independent. And that. I think we've come way too far to have a guy tell us and limit us from what we can and can't do. Oh, I hate that too. I feel like I so agree. So many of my relationships too, they want this traditional role where maybe I I look up to them a bit more and I'm down, but like I'm earning as much as you. I'm working as much as you. Like we're really, if we were maybe stuck in the 50s, I might consider it. Like if, if that made sense. Mm-hmm. But you know, if, if the husband was off to war, like, you know, that, that kind of role might make have made sense to me in a bit. But now it doesn't at all. We're, we're graduating from college more than men. You know, I've earned more or equal to like a lot of partners and even my parents. Like my mom earns as much as my dad. My dad, my one of my dad's marriages, the stepmom had way more money. <laughs> yeah. So no, he, he like K-fetted her, you know. <laughs> I think, too, the, the thing that men need to get in their head is that you can date a strong woman, but there are women out there that... Um, kind of devalue the man and that's the number one thing is you have Mm -hmm. to let your man feel like a man true so when you have these girls are like 
this is my fucking way, either, you know, get on board or fucking bounce. That is taking away from their manhood. So that I don't agree with. You still need the man to, to feel like a protector, a provider. That's great. But why not look at your woman as like, we could have all of this together. Yeah. Instead of saying like, this is, you know, as a man, this is my money. You can make a little bit of money, but not as much. It's like, no, that means more money for the both of us, for trips, for this, for that. Yeah. So guys have this weird thought, like if the girl makes more money, then he's not going to be as valuable or needed as much. And that's where women start to get a little too uh, bitchy, where it's like, mm -hmm. oh, I can get any man. It's like, what does it mean where it's Mary J. Blige still singing about like men ain't shit and everyone's like maybe it's you mary maybe oh, it's no. you well it's true because women think like they have this prince that they that they have in their head yeah well i mean there's so many good people out there so once you start so to really true. have you have to have 10 out of 10 things perfect you're starting to bring it down a couple notches ladies just a little bit that's true that's true we really need to to consider each other's roles and like what we can provide. God, that's so true. Um, what did that remind me of? Yeah, it's like Bonnie and Clyde. Like it wasn't like Perfect. Cl yeah. Clyde and some random chick. It was like they were partners. No, I agree. Know? Yeah, partnership is major. And that's what I was talking about with Earth Cafe. So I see this couple like an hour ago and it's an older guy and a much younger girl. They're not talking at all. And I just thought like, not even like beyond like the sex part and the, you know, the looks, but like I would want to be spending those precious years with someone equally as wise. And and I just feel like the more the more age you get, like you become such a smarter, wiser, funny. I just feel like you become this like deeper soul, you know, and I would hate to be that age and be with someone in their 20s because you're, you're so, so stupid at 20. You couldn't pay me to go back to my 20s yeah. at all. I'm like, 27 and I'm barely like, I'm barely getting it together. But I mean, when I think about 23, I'm like, wow, I was fucking stupid. Yeah, very, very naive. Um, I think that I love to learn from my partner. Mm -hmm. Whoever I'm with, age, I haven't really dated that much older than myself. I've dated younger. Um, but I think that learning from somebody is attractive. If mm -hmm. we can sit down and you can teach me some shit and fuck me up with some truth, like that <laughs> is an attractive quality. But when you have that much of a gap, they've already kind of been through everything. So there's nothing really that you get to experience together. Yeah. Whereas I would rather say like, hey, have you ever been to Paris? No, let's go together. Right? Like, oh, let's go to, you know, these restaurants together. It's, it's I think that the age gap, what do you, I don't understand what you talk about. I guess yeah. nothing. I guess you don't talk at all. Yeah, it really depends. It depends on your social circles. Because I definitely see guys, especially in LA, that are like 50-something, and they go out every single night. So they have stuff in common with younger people because they're, they're, hobbies are the same but there's definitely those naughtier guys that are just and i think too i'm like if i was a really like secure dude because you know some i feel like date women for like a front like they just want to look more powerful mm -hmm. like here's my 20 year old girlfriend which is it's cute if that's what you're really into but i feel like so often it's like it's not that this is what i'm into it's this is what i want to show no, but we can also flip it and say you have these, what, Eva Mendez or Eva Mendez, however you say her name, and she's with Ryan Gosling. Mm -hmm. So why is it okay for older women Wait, to back... Wait, is she older? Oh, like a lot older. Wait, I have no idea. Yes. So you have also Demi Moore and Ashton Kutcher. Uh -huh. And everyone's like, oh, uh, like that's a little, that's a little rough. I think, what mm -hmm. was it, 11 year difference yeah. between the two of them? So as women, it's kind of like, oh, we caught the hotter guy and he's young and that's great. Mm. But for men, when men date younger, we look at it like, oh, like that's dirty. You're Such a, dirty a double man. standard. It is very much a double standard. Yeah, I've, yeah that's weird. I don't know. See, I, I don't know who's the oldest person I've dated. I know I made out with like Sean Penn one time. He's probably one of the oldest people I've ever kissed. But I feel like he was probably in the same wavelength. He's like 
creepy cute though. Yeah, like, I totally feel like creepy. I feel like there's <laughs> I feel like there's something sexy about him, but then I just remember what is it? I am <laughs> Sam, and I'm just like, oh, I can't, I can't. Oh my god, I don't think I watched any of those movies. We were just in Vegas one time, and I, I forget what happened. We were at a table, and his business partner said something rude, and I called him out, and he said, I haven't seen that kind of spunk in ten years. I don't know. Oh, that's nice. One but of those see, I'd weird make Vegas out with, stories. I'd make out with Demi Moore, though. So Who would it? Where I mean, she she's been? in her 50s. I mean, so I think that's also double standard. Give me like Diane Lane, uh, right. all of like, even Ellen. There's something sexy about Ellen. Yeah, I'd make Ellen out with her. is so gorgeous. I definitely think, I think there are people that it, it, it works, you know, like a, like a more mature, younger person and obviously an older person maybe with a lot of zest for youthful activities. <laughs> I don't want to say anything incorrect. But, um, you know, so much of Hollywood, just that fake shit. It's yeah, just, it's it, that it girl. And also, it's the young girl who's like, who probably isn't from the same country. She, you know, she checks in. They go to dinner and they check in and then she does her real life. Well, I think, so too, weird. also um, for people that are gay, you know, in the in the industry, they have their, they're called beards or they have, um, even lesbians will have to be seen on the red carpet with, with a, a man. guy. And yeah. you're just like, mm, nowadays, I feel like with gay rights and, and with... Um, everybody speaking out to not live truthfully is kind of, you're doing yourself a disservice and you're yeah. only going to become more unhappy if you're not saying, look, if I get less roles, if I get, you know, people talking shit, then at least I'm fucking happy. That's at least true. I have my partner. God, that's got to be hard because you wonder who pulls those strings too because they could be influenced by like a publicist or maybe they're paying their family's bills or something. So it could be so much more of not even just their, them worried about themselves, but they're trying not to be selfish because they could affect the jobs and livelihood of others. That's how fucked up it is, you know? I think having my child to put a lot of things into perspective. If I didn't have a kid, who knows like where I would have been by now. Mm -hmm. But I don't really... I mean, I'm in the industry, but I don't really date in the industry. Um, most of the people that I've dated have normal jobs or they, um, no, they are, they all pretty <laughs> much are normal jobs. Could I have made it more if I was seen on the red carpet with an athlete or if I dated somebody that had X amount of connections? Yeah, sure. But that's not what I want. That's not yeah. what I believe in. So I don't think advancing in that way to, to have like a staged fake relationship totally. is going to help me or teach my son that this is the, the lifestyle you should want and have. Yeah, I think you're sm you're one of these people too. It takes a lot of confidence to be like you, like someone who really finds value in true richness, like you know, real relationships and real love. Because some people don't. Like some people, it's just that red carpet photo. It's just, you know, I don't know the Maxim article or like mm -hmm. something stupid. But it really takes a rich person who doesn't need it. You know. Well, they. I mean, to each their own. I think nowadays too. And we keep going back to social media. I think because everybody is on Instagram, everybody is on YouTube, the mm -hmm. only way that you're actually going to make it and, and be relevant is being truthful. You can't copy or try to be like everybody else because everybody's pretty much already trying to do that same thing. Mm -hmm. So for me, speaking more about my son, speaking more about women being able to hold their own, there's nobody really else like that out there that I see. So for me, that's what keeps me going as far as what I post, how real I can be because... Nobody else is giving those readers in fucking Alabama yeah. or in Washington. Like, L.A. is not that great. Like, yeah. if, if you want this lifestyle, there's a lot of shit that comes with it. Yes. So if I have to give the good and the bad, at least I'm being 
insightful to some people. Yeah, that is so nice. So what does your son think of your career? How He's 10, yeah? Yes, he just He's 10. 10. He's so cute. I met him before at an event or two. He's really, really cute. Um, what does he think? Like, what does he think? Like, my mom is so cool. Like, he goes to a private school, so he's a little bougie, too, and I'm trying to, like, check him a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, we recently did the first forum event, and he came. He's, again, on my social media, so people people come up to us and ask for a picture with him. So cute. So, like, he has a little bit of a taste of that. But at the first forum event, he goes, Mom, should I wear this shirt? I'm like, yeah, like, that, wear that shirt. He goes, well, because, you know, I'm meeting my fans, so, like, should I? I was like, what was that? Was, uh. He's like, yeah, because my fans for pictures, is this shirt okay? I was like, oh, sweet baby Jesus. So I think that raising him in LA is shitty, but at the same time, I grew up very poor. My whole family still lives in the small town that I grew up in. So it's giving him a life that I never had growing up, but at the same time, it's a catch-22 because he is also being a little diva and he's going to get checked real quick. Oh my God, what a cutie. He seems like he has his head on his shoulders, though. He seems like polite because I watch your snaps all the time. He Mm -hmm. seems witty and polite and he has his interests. Like, that's major. It is, but I feel like with having, again, with having a kid, you have to put yourself in their place of how you were at that age. Mm -hmm. He was upset the other day, and I asked him, I was like, dude, like, what happened at school? And he goes, well, you're going to get mad at me. I'm like, well, (laughs) what happened? He goes, we're the poorest out of my class, and I don't want to invite any of my friends over because we're the only ones that have an apartment. So, I mean, that's just, it kind of sucks. And I was like, Oh my God. I like almost like I wanted to rip him a new asshole because I'm like, you have no idea what I came from, what I do for you. You go to a private school that we pay for. And again, at that age, it is peer pressure. Mm -hmm. It is kids like, oh, my dad does this and my, you know, we have these cars. So my feelings were so hurt. But at the same time, I have to say like, well, you were a kid one time and you felt sad about something. So we had a legit heart to heart. And it took about a good hour and a half to two hours to explain, like, you can't be entitled. You can't feel entitled. You have to earn shit. So now he has chores. He earns an allowance. Like, there's certain things you can do to check it. But he is very mature and he is very polite. But at the same time, your own kid will get under your skin (laughs) more than anything else. So I love that he is a good kid outside of our house because at least I'm not embarrassed that way. But no, trust me, he has his fucking issues. Oh, my God. That's so (laughs) cute. I can't imagine. I can't. I mean, I had only been I've been to a private school when I was young a little bit in Louisiana so think of Louisiana private school it's still going to be country AF yeah (laughs) like I can't imagine going to school with I mean private schooled LA kids I would be I would be nervous as an adult like probably I, I just I couldn't imagine I think that for him Again, private school for me is like a big deal. Like yeah, to it's, a, it's private a luxury. School, like, and, yeah. and honestly, and I hope he goes to appreciate it. And he probably will. There was people ask one of my major insecurities and I say, I didn't get a private education. And it sounds stupid. But when I went to college, I felt a bit unprepared compared to the rest. And not that I didn't do well. I still got it. I graduated and everything. But I felt like my environment wasn't the same as what they had been around. And by the time I made it to my post-college years, and I made it to friends who had been in private schools, it felt like they were much more worldly. And they had, they just seemed, they, they knew political events quicker off their tongue than I did. And it was just something that irked me because I'm very competitive. And I wish that I kind of had that opportunity. Right. I think, though, for, okay, so for private school, I have this, like, hit or miss kind of mentality. I was reading recently about unschooling. So I don't know, you, have you seen the movie Captain Fantastic? No. Okay. So if anybody has seen it, they understand what I'm trying to get at. Um, 
I feel like school should prepare you for things like your taxes, you know, should prepare right. you for changing uh, a tire on the side of the road. It doesn't, <laughs> it doesn't teach you anything of value outside of, you know, if you want to learn trigonometry, if you want to learn, you know, um, chemistry, like all of that stuff is great, but I want also worldly um, experiences. So a part of me wanted to homeschool him next year and travel because I get to travel a lot for work. So I'd be able to homeschool him in what I think is you know, going to be beneficial. And he can go to the countries that don't have running water, the countries that, you know, where private school is not even a thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and that would actually give him a good wake up call to say, like, when we come back home, be appreciative and understand that this is not easy and doing it on your own. And let's just be honest, a lot of girls in the industry do some shady shit for money and they, they're able to keep a, a nice lifestyle. Me, I work my ass off to provide for myself and my son. Yeah. So I want him to understand that you can have nice things, but you work for them. It's not just given. I That's could so I could major. be given shit and I could date rich old men. I know you could. But I'm like You really could. I'm telling you, there's some days <laughs> where I'm just looking street. at the mirror and I'm like, fuck, rents do. I'm like, why do I have these morals? It's sure in the hell not from my mom. So it's like, <laughs> where did I fucking get this from? But he knows that his mom works very hard. He knows that I want nice things for him. It's just kind of relating to being a child and also being somebody that can appreciate that your parents work hard. Absolutely. I feel like that is a genius idea too, going around. You know, when I was younger too, my dad even, my stepmom was in the military and so she would have these major conferences and so we could stay at the bases for free. So we would travel in the in like in the car and take these road trips, but we would go to every national park there was and we'd get a junior ranger badge. So we would take the little test there and we'd learn about whatever the park was teaching. And it really like it really changed my world a bit. And it wasn't it wasn't even out of the country, but I learned a lot. And that's it's where I developed my love for history and I ended up getting a history degree. But even just that, like an American road travel trip, because I swear to God, you go to Louisiana, you can see some ratchet shit. He will think he's in, you know, another country. I swear. See, we were talking (laughs) about that the last time. I forgot where we were, but we were talking about Louisiana. Oh, at the shoot. Mm -hmm. New Orleans is one of my favorite, favorite places to go. And I've been all over the world. If I could pick anywhere in the United States to go and spend a week, it would be in one of those like old haunted manors and it would be in New Orleans. So that's my favorite place that I want to take him to um it's just it's so fucking expensive for flights you can go and travel anywhere in Europe once you get to London you just can hop on for like a hundred bucks to go to Louisiana it's like a five hundred dollar plane ticket so that's me plus him yeah that's a lot it's a lot of money and Mm -hmm. I'm like this he's not gonna appreciate it he doesn't fucking care about beignets that much he doesn't (laughs) care about the culture why am I gonna spend a thousand dollars just on flights for him to say like uh it was okay. It's like, no child, you will fucking go to the Mardi Gras museum and it. you will sit there and you will appreciate <laughs> everything that your mom's trying to teach you. Oh my God. I bet he'd have a blast at Mardi Gras. We were talking about that. I never thought that it would be okay for kids. Tons never of knew. kids. Tons of kids. Louisiana is really such a family place anyway, but there are tons of kids in Mardi Gras and they throw really good toys. <laughs> I, see, now, now I'm going to fucking plan the trip around that because at least he'll get something out of it that he'll enjoy and I can teach him a little history um, See, up there too. I think that would be really cute. I think he'd come back he'd come back with a lot of gear. Come back <laughs> a, a changed soul? Yeah, come back a changed soul and like stacked with toys because they, they threw so many toys this year and you got lucky because it would if it's a little rainy people drizzle out and you, you but the parades continue on. So if you stand somewhere while it drizzles a bit, they're going to throw you all their stuff. Just to get rid of it. Yeah. That's Because they have nothing to do. Yes. But you know what? We're talking about the different like schoolings, like things we learn. In Louisiana, when I was in seventh grade, they made us get a hunting license. 
this sounds crazy every time I tell people. We, for like our PE, one, one, six weeks, we had a course and it was like to get your hunting license. Okay. And we literally learned and shot rifles on campus. And this is a public school. That's, in, I mean, okay. In seventh grade. I bet they don't do that anymore. I'm not sure. But, and I, and you got like a little orange, like hunting license. Well, it's I think so crazy. The differences, like who, who now I'm like, what were you thinking? You let us like shoot guns. No, I, I would let my child. And I think Ooh. at some point I'm going to let him and teach him how, because I mm -hmm. do enjoy shooting. What I don't enjoy is everything that's going on right now. So yeah. I kind of am a little uh, back and forth when it comes to um, gun rights. Mm -hmm. So I think that for him, learning how to shoot it and kind of appreciating um, what guns are meant for when it's like more for uh not play, but for practice and, and become aware of it right. in a shooting range. So that way it's not so taboo and not like, oh, what does this do? Um, and he'll know the severity of what it's like to have a gun and the power that it holds. I think that children should know about that rather than, well, guns are bad. It's like, but you need to actually teach them why they're bad, why parents still yeah. have them in a safe. Don't go near the safe. We, My family had guns um, in safes growing up all the time. Mm -hmm. And I never thought to go and, and play with it because I knew not. what it does. A lot of these parents are just like, they either don't tell their kids that they have a gun in the house and then that's going to make kids so crazy. a little... Yeah, or oh. it's not it's not locked up. Mm -hmm. Or um, they don't have that talk with them. I feel like gun talk, if you have a gun in the house, should be the same as a sex talk. It has to happen. You can't just wait for kids to find out or wait for the wrong person to talk to them about it. I think as a parent, you have responsibilities. And if you're going to have a gun in the house for protection, mm -hmm. God forbid anything happens, your children need to be aware of what it does and why you have it. Absolutely. Oh, that scares me so much. I've always been just deathly afraid. I just went back home and my family was telling me that they have a picture of me covering my ears because our cousins were in the backyard and they went to shoot and I couldn't I couldn't stand the sound. And I was like three. Oh, and I've been but three. Come yeah. on. But I've kept it. I swear I'm scared shitless. My Up friend. Um, yeah, I really am. And my friend brought one um, on a vacation. We had to take a long drive through like, you know, the country, okay. which is totally a place if you want to protect yourself. I could imagine that's where you may want to maybe want to bring a gun. Because when you get on a road in the West, there's no one there. Yeah. And, you, you know. That's sketch. But, but he mentioned that he brought a gun as we're already driving off, and I just, I couldn't even sit with it. Like, I couldn't, I didn't know where it was pointed. I just, I'm a nervous wreck. See, yeah, that's weird. Maybe uh, maybe you're traumatized from I, something. I had one, I only had one gun in an incident, and it was with a boyfriend. And it was a boyfriend in high school. And I don't even know if I should get into it, but I had one of those boyfriends that did crazy stuff. And he was abusive looking back, and he threatened me with a gun. And his dad was a police officer, so that's where he got the gun. Mm -hmm. He's now a police officer. Oh, <laughs> with a okay. gun. Yeah. Well, I hope to never get pulled over <sighs> by that guy and piss right? him off. Yeah, I'll go into that another day. But it was just. But I've definitely like, I'm just afraid. How do you feel with um with all the school stuff going on? Having a young school age child. I think with private school, you just hope you mm -hmm. know for the best. Um, but again, that was another reason for unschooling too. Um, I, of course I. I would never want to be one of those parents. And recently I got a, a phone call from the school saying that I needed to evacuate him um, and they wouldn't tell me why. So, of course, like I was freaking the fuck oh out God. and come to find out like it was it was OK. But to get that call when these kids are going to school thinking that, you know, they're going to hang out with their friends they are going to learn something they're going to have just to be that terrified. I don't remember ever feeling that as a child. Yeah. I don't remember that being a thing for us. Um, now it's it's much more publicized. But no, that's that's the one thing as a parent. You're just like, fuck. 
that you want to procreate, you want to have kids, but that would be the worst thing to ever, ever, ever happen to a parent. Has he has have they talked to them about anything like or have you had to say, hey, yeah, I've, if I've something happens at your school. Like, what are you going to do? No, I think oh. that too for him. He is also because he's more mature. I think that he would be calmer in those situations because mm-hmm. we've talked about it. And, and I think that their school, they do drills, but they're having drills like walk in a straight line. I'm like, no, you get the fuck out of there. I don't understand this. Like, you know, the stop, drop and roll stuff doesn't work for gun shooting. And they're saying, you know, follow instruction. I'm like, honey, if if anything happens, I don't care. You fucking hide or you get the hell out of there. You know, it sounds sad to say don't be a hero, but everybody's trying to comprehend what's going on and there's not enough time. So if you have those you know, make sure you're holding hands, stay in it. No, that's, uh, sorry, I, I don't agree with that shit. Honey, get the fuck out of there. Yeah, oh my God. It's crazy to even think, I, I mean. That that's idiot. a possibility. Yeah, yeah, no, it's crazy. But you know what? Your son is the cutest and I can't wait to see how he develops over the years and I can't wait to see where your career goes. You're going to see him at Summer Smash. <gasps> Perfect. He's coming. I'm so excited in St. Louis. That'll be next month. But anyway, Jessa, tell everyone where they can follow you. Um, you know, what's funny is I was going to say on Snapchat because that's my favorite, but I feel like nobody is on fucking Snapchat anymore. That used to be my baby. And they then changed. They, just don't, they messed up. No, don't mess up a good thing. Mm-hmm. Um, so Instagram is my number one baby right now. And that is just at Jessa Hinton. Perfect. We'll follow you there. And thank you everyone for tuning in. Please be sure to rate and subscribe if you feel like it. And if not, I don't care. Thank you so much <laughs> for joining me. Love you guys. Talk to you soon. Bye.